All right. I don't even remember the last time we had an episode. I'm pretty sure it was like, it must have been in October, October of last year. And many things have happened during that time. I don't think, uh, actually, but I guess there were some things that I wanted to talk about. First of all, how are you guys? Hopefully you guys have been good. Um, it has been pretty much almost a year since the last episode. And I think the last episode was about, what was it, episode nine? I don't know if it was, it was a sister episode. That's what I remember. It definitely was a sister episode. Um, but today, I guess I just wanted to talk about something random. Since I'm free from, not really free from uni, but I'm free from from responsibilities, I would say. I finished my last prac ever for university, so that is fun. Just have like some major assignments to do, and then hopefully I'll be able to graduate early next year. Oh, I've been going out lately more so <laughs> i feel like um in the past few months i've been quite you know a homebody but now we're, we're getting out there mainly because the weather's been really good um it is spring so hay fever season is upon us which is not good for me um but i want to try and enjoy as much of the sun as possible uh yesterday i went to the city and we tried this really fancy italian place it was really good uh, with my family um but wow pda was definitely rampant there was a uh, a couple that was walking in front of my dad and i and they were like walking together the girlfriend's like hand was right up the dude's like bunghole like they were you know like when couples walk together they hold hands or like they might grab each other's butts oh it's like cute and quirky but her hand was like right digging in looking for gold between the cracks you know, she was she was gold padding. It was ballerat. It was the gold rush. Yeah, no, I was just like disgusted. I looked at it at first and I was like, eh, just a couple things, I guess. Um, and then it got worse because she was like digging in there and scratching about and like they were giggling like, girl, if you take your hand out and just catch a whiff of that, just a, you know, just a little. Dur, 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 dur. Is that how people like play the harmonica? A little. Dur, 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 dur. Ooh. That, uh, that would be very musty. I feel like everyone's done that before, right? Scratched your, scratch your little, little brown starfish and then, you know, catch a whiff. I'm sure everyone's done that. Public, please. I don't know. It's just like, how, how are you not confused? Not confused, but how are you not embarrassed? I'm sure you could sense there was definitely someone walking behind you. So I'm not sure why that happened. But yeah, I was actually gobsmacked. I saw my dad was looking. He was like, kind of perplexed. And then he looked away, but I couldn't stop watching. I kept looking. I was like, oh my God, what is she, what is she going to find next in, in the treasure, treasure chest? We were walking near the Harbour Bridge and then there was another couple and they were making out, which is like, you know, you're a couple, you do what you want. It's fine. And then they saw us approaching because it was like a kind of a main street. And then they stopped and they were like giggling. It's like, yeah, it's funny, I guess. But they stopped when our parents walked past, but then they didn't stop when my sister and I were walking past. What is the difference? Please refrain yourself and uh, let me pass through it because, uh, I don't know, it was like awkward. The Italian place we had yesterday, meats, cheese, and wine or something, it was called, or meats, cheese, pizza. It was really good. I never really usually have ragu because I feel like it's always too strong, but this place was so good. I was like devouring everything. It was delicious. And it was really fancy too, but the prices were not too bad for a fancy place, um, which is nice. <clears throat> oh, another thing that I've been obsessed with is Street Woman Fighter. Who has been watching Street Woman Fighter? If you don't know, it's a South Korean, uh, like, show where 
famous like dance groups and dance studios go out and they like battle and showcase their talents and whatnot. I did watch season one, like a little bit of season one, and then a bunch of people from season one did get like really famous um, in terms of like internet personality. And now, look at them now, they got like endorsements and everything. It's pretty cool. Um, but I feel like season two has gotten a lot more drama because I feel like there's a lot of lore in season two. So many of the contestants like know each other from past dance studios and yeah, there's like drama with pay and you know, you can only take it with a grain of salt because Mnet obviously does some evil editing, but I don't know. It's, there's a lot of drama in this one compared to season one. I feel like season one was a lot more fun. Um, not that I don't like drama, because let me tell you, I love drama. Drama is great. I love drama. But it's no joke that everyone's simping over Butterly. Butterly! Just one chance, please. Just one chance. She's so cool. Um, but it's been really good. I was watching it with my sister. She knew about season one, but she didn't really watch it. And then my dad got into it, and he was like, yeah, let's watch the new episode. Um, I don't know if there's like two episodes out, or like maybe it's three. But it's really cool. They have like an international team there. I think it's called Royal Family or Jam Republic. But I didn't. I don't. I didn't have any interest in like dance groups before. I didn't know anything about dance groups. Any of like the popular dance groups in South Korea. I know One Million because like, oh, One Million and um, I didn't know Dip and Dab, but I knew the main dancer from Dip and Dab because she like choreographed or like she did a video with Mama Moo. Um, but I feel like a lot of people know know about One Million. But I didn't know anything about like dance groups and now I'm like so invested in the lore with dance groups and like who knew who and like who's following each other on Instagram and then I followed all the dancers on Instagram. And then Latrice with her dance. Uh, yeah, that song's been stuck in my head. Um, the Smoke Dance and Latrice's Dance. I think those two are like the most popular, um, I guess, choreographies in terms of like on social media right now. Everyone's doing them. One thing that is sad, though, is that the Japanese group, Subakil, I feel like, I hope they don't get eliminated. Don't spoil it for me, because I haven't seen the new episode, but I feel like they don't get, like, any scream time. Scream time? Screen time. I don't know if it's because they're they're international group, they're from Japan. Like, Jam Republic does get a lot of screen time because they're from, like, the royal family, I guess. But, but yeah, like, um, I feel like uh, Akinen's battle, she should have definitely won that battle. And I feel like they're giving the Japanese group the short end of the stick. So I hope they, they um I hope they don't get eliminated first, because they're like super talented. And I didn't even know the main dancer, like the leader of that group, has a child. It's like season one Aiki all over again. She has like a whole husband and a child. Like how do how do these people look so young? I don't know. But if you haven't uh, watched Street Woman Fighter, it is so good. There is a lot of drama, and it's kind of sad with some of the drama. Um, I didn't know how much of it is true, but yeah, it's a really good series so far and I like it. I don't know how I segued from uh, PDA, someone scratching someone's ass, to street women fight a dance. I don't know how people segue into like different topics. Um, what else has been on my mind? I really wanted to watch Past Lives. I want to watch Past Lives with somebody. Uh, one of my friends has already watched it, so I feel bad like wanting to watch a movie if they've already seen it even though they've insisted like you know I, i'm down to watch it again i just still feel bad you know um because i want to experience it with someone for the first time that makes sense but i've heard a lot about past lives and i really like a24 movies 
Um, what are some really good A24 movies I like? I really like Minari. Minari's one with Steven Yeun. It's like these Korean, this Korean family that moves to like the south of America. I don't know if it's the south or some rural part of America. And then they want to start like the American dream. It was really sad. I think I watched that with like two other friends. It was really sad. And then I watched it for a second time and then I cried again. Um, obviously, everything, everywhere, all at once. I feel like I've always talked about that movie, but that movie is literally so good. It's like a perfect movie. A perfect movie. Um, but I heard that there was a new horror movie, A24 horror movie, that's, that's um, Australian, by produced by some Australians or directed by some Australians. So that should be interesting. I feel like Australian media, or like creative, creative media and direction, haven't really even touched the surface of like the American space, if that makes sense. Um, but I don't know who it's uh, directed by. It's like Waka Flocka. Maybe I'm not a true Australian, but I don't know them. <laughs> I've seen them before, but I don't I don't know where they're from. They look very familiar though. Um Yeah, A twenty four, A twenty four. There's a lot of A twenty four movies that I wanted to watch. I wanted to binge watch like a bunch of them, ones that are like unknown. Um but they are killing it. I guess back to past lives. <laughs> well I uh, Past Lives is a great movie for a hopeless romantics um it will probably make me sad i feel like a lot of the a24 movies make me sad but it's like so good i love i don't know people are like why do you want to make yourself cry like it's not that i want to make myself cry i just like like the feeling of being emotional when i consume media um does that make sense like i really enjoy sad books and sad movies it doesn't have to be like completely gut-wrenching but like emotional not necessarily sad but they can be like emotional i think that's that's what's up my alley um kayla and i were talking about like how people how how do people not enjoy movies or like don't analyze movies and you don't have to analyze movies because that's i I think that's kind of like if you're always over analyzing movies maybe it just seems like you're stuck up but not really i think it's just a special interest no i feel like watching movies and then just like talking about them often like wow the meaning of this movie and this and that no need to get like too philosophical about it um i think that's so fun like uh, that's why i don't really understand people who like my dad <laughs> no but i guess maybe it's an attention span thing but like he doesn't enjoy movies a lot of the a24 movies because it's like there's just a lot of talking in the movie it's like okay but he likes to watch a lot of like action movies like fast furious mission impossible things that there's always something happening, which is totally fine. I mean, each to their own. But I don't know. I always like whenever I watch a movie, I always like want to talk about it with someone like, wow, this meaning of this and that. Like, wow, this is so cool. And like the themes um, that makes me sound like very stuck up. But like, I don't know. I think it's fun. I think it's fun to talk about it. Like, oh, about the Barbie movie. I thought the Barbie movie was Barbie. Barbie. What the hell? wrong with me that's i'm stuttering a lot like lately i found that i've stuttered a lot not that i have a stammer i don't think i don't have a stammer i don't think yes the barbie movie the barbie movie was actually pretty good um i don't want to say anything negative about it because it's good like the message is good i think it's just that i had a different i think i had a different like expectation in mind like oh my god it's gonna be like a super deep movie it's gonna be like gonna make me cry it didn't make me cry it didn't make me sad a little bit in some parts but i thought it was gonna be like you know 
this big thing, like the same effect that everything, 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 everywhere, all at once had on me. But they're two completely different movies, so I don't know why my brain was kind of thinking that way. But uh, talking with another friend and then talking with Kayla and stuff, you know, they were saying like, um, yeah, but then that's like the whole point of the movie. Like, it's not supposed to be incredibly deep because then again, it's a Barbie movie. So it's supposed to be kind of like an easier watch and lighthearted. But then there were some themes of like, you know, the patriarchy and like misogyny and all that. So now I get it. And now I think I have like a deeper not deeper, but like a more found appreciation for the movie. Appreciation. I feel like appreciation. I feel like uh, only like old Aussie people, old Aussie people say appreciation. They say schedule instead of schedule. What are they? They said appreciation instead of appreciation. I'm not sure why I'm, you know, delving. I just got a McDonald's email. Y'all, let me tell you, who gets McDonald's emails? Me. That's right, me. Um, I love McDonald's. What was I going to say? Yeah, association, not association, appreciation. I'm not sure why I'm saying appreciation, but maybe I'm getting old. But yeah, the Bobby movie was good. Like um, the scenes where it needed to be deep were deep. And then it was also kind of like silly in a lot of ways, which is like fair because it is a Bobby movie. So I don't know why I was expecting it to be like some profound, you know, thing like philosophical thing but the movie was awesome um and i understand it now better that you know not everything has to be like incredibly deep um speaking about deep what's another topic oh yeah um adult friendships i saw this tiktok where i was like scrolling through and i was like thinking about like wow this topic is like so it like resonates shut up i'm not talking to you siri damn Anyway, <laughs> before Siri interrupted me, um, yeah, like adult friendships. There was a TikTok that really resonated with me. And then the, the article that the lady was talking about from The Atlantic, um, you know, when you're in your 20s, mid 20s, they're like adult age. I think friendships are like pretty hard to maintain. Not really maintain, but like having like a deeper, um, deeper bond with someone as an adult it doesn't feel like the same uh it doesn't feel the same as when you had like those childlike friendships and you can still have those childlike friendships in your adult years but how how do we do it how do we do it i don't know how to do it and it was interesting that article was talking about like um how adult friendships feel like very transactional sometimes because we value like efficiency or like we want to know what's happening, like, oh, what's the cost of this? Or, like, how long are we going to be hanging out? Or what time do we meet? What's on the agenda type of thing? N not to say that every adult does this, but I feel like a lot of the messages being said were, like, quite relatable. But, yeah, like, this notion of, like, efficiency, like, it has to have a purpose, you know? And it's different to when you have those childlike friendships, which form a lot of your core memories because those were the times where you were just kind of playing with your friends and it was like free play um, you had like rituals within those moments of free play free flowing play whereas when you're in your adult years it's more like playing catch up does that make sense i'm probably not like quoting it accurately but i think that was the gist of 
the article, which I found very like relatable. Um, I feel like my adult friend, I wouldn't say my adult friendships are like transactional, but um, I'd like to, you know, form deeper connections with the close circles that I have. And it's easier said than done because everyone has a life, everyone has things to do. We're adults, we have jobs. Um, we have schedules. We have schedules. But I'd love to like go out and do those types of free form play. I think that's where a lot of your core memories are found where you're just doing stuff with your friends without any pre existing like not to say pre existing agendas, but like having this idea of like efficiency. And I feel guilty about that because I'm usually like that, like, um, all right, let's go home, you know, let's take this train, let's do this, let's do that, we're going to do this, we're going to do that next. Um, and it's hard to be in the moment and just have time to have that sort of like childlike free play. And how would you go about that as an adult, how to kind of tap into those in that type of play where, you know, as a kid, you kind of think about like you're playing with your friends at the park and you're just thinking of these like silly little little things to do, like silly little rituals, you know, like spying on people or like thinking of a game or making a new language. It's like you're kind of doing, I wouldn't say you're kind of doing nothing with them, but you're like, you're just free playing. Does that make sense? Like just free play. If you think about it as toddlers, when it's like that developmental play, you know, they're kind of just like making up scenarios and things instead of having it to feel very like transactional as it is now as an adult. I thought that was a very interesting read, actually. But how would you even go about having friendships like that in this day and age? Um, I think another thing that they're talking about in the article is that that's why we seek a lot of this sort of childlike play when we have partners because you're always with your partner, right? Well, you're not always with your partner, but like if you're in a relationship, um, you might be spending a lot of time with your significant other and you do like you know, like little rituals. You know, I think the article was talking about like, for example, like getting rings together. I mean, that's kind of like a ritual, right? It's kind of like a core memory. Um, spending time doing nothing together, just talking. Um, I don't know, that sort of thing. I think that was interesting. I feel like I really miss childhood. I've been feeling really like melancholy lately. Not that I'm like depressed or anything. I actually feel really happy. <laughs> that sounds like really fake i actually feel really happy guys um dude siri keeps on like popping up yeah i feel like uh like melancholy i don't know if it's because it's a mixture of me being on poet poetry tiktok making me sob every night with those awesome pieces of poetry but um no, I've, I just really miss childhood. You know, I, I miss, like, just playing. Not that I, like, don't play these days, but... um, I think that's a pretty normal thing, like, when you hit your 20s or, like, you're hitting your mid-20s. Like, uh, adolescence or... That childlike wonder is fleeting. Um, and it doesn't really have to because you can take control of your own life and you can be an adult and still be playful. But I don't know. I feel like there's this pressure 
in a lot of young people to get their lives together that there isn't really time to you know there isn't time to play around there isn't time to have fun and whatnot i think we are like kind of steering away from that though i feel like young people do realize that uh you know it's not just about your career like you can you can be a career climber and whatever but also being content with like stability i think stability is like really nice i definitely am not one for like career climbing um i'm a really big like oh stability yes num 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 i love stability just keep me in the same thing for like my whole life and you know then you'll have time to do whatever you want like i think that's kind of cool i'm not really into that whole like entrepreneurship type thing um you know stability is good and don't let anyone else tell you otherwise um i've also been thinking like wow i wish i had like an older sibling i don't know why because I, I think it just feels like i wanted to be like looked after not that my parents were like my parents are awesome and they did look after me but i feel like it's different when you have an older sibling um yeah i don't know not that i i don't like being the older sibling but i just wish it would be cool or to experience life having an older sibling what does that feel like what does that feel like it feels like feels like not really parenting in a way but it, it'd be nice to have like someone to look up to if that makes sense I think I do have like friends that are like that, like older friends who I look up to and see as an older sibling, not really an older sibling, but because I don't think we're that close, but I'd like to think that way. I don't know. Maybe all of my older friends I just look, look up to in that way. Another topic is like that I want to talk about was not feeling want. Wow. This is like really depressing. It's not depressing though. It's just interesting to talk about, right? It's just because these topics have been popping up on my TikTok for you page and they really said, yes, for you page. This is definitely for you. Um, but not feeling desired throughout your like adolescence or adult life is quite lonely. It is very lonely. Um, it doesn't really affect me though <laughs> as much. I think I'm just like, you know, going through the motions and not feeling like desired. And, you know, to be honest, during like, you know my early uni days or like even late high school or just like high school in general no one desired me which is like totally fair because you know i wasn't looking to be desired and you know blooming that's the thing being a late bloomer not that i've bloomed at all yet maybe i have i don't know um maybe mentally i have um but being a late bloomer or like not blooming at all yet maybe i'll late bloom when i'm like 40 i'll be like a a very light bloomer um but it's true like not being desired or having that like feeling of someone liking you i think it does affect a lot of people and i think a lot of people have that similar experience more than you think that a lot of people in their 20s haven't even like held hands or like had their first kiss or had even in a relationship there's like a funny joke where it's like i'm gonna get my first degree before i even have my first relationship which is totally true um but the more you think about it the more it's like uh you know your other friends saying like yeah you'll find someone and that sort of thing yeah like that doesn't help saying those things don't help but it's not that i'm like contemplating or like it's not that I'm um, 
fixated on like wanting a relationship not at all uh, <laughs> I mean, not at all i don't want a relationship but it's just like if it comes it comes and that's good you know i think i've just developed a lot of more self-respect that you don't want to just settle for second best you don't want to settle for basically subpar because you've been alone for so long or your whole your whole adult life in terms of like romantically so you kind of just don't want to just settle just to settle because you like you know you know your worth um you know what you like um you know you're not there to waste time if that makes sense that's why i never really understood how people get into relationships so easily um it comes naturally to you but i don't know someone with not like any experience it's just interesting to know that people can get into relationships so easily i feel like i'd feel so bad like just wasting time like to date just to date and there's nothing wrong with that like people going out to date or hoe around um but personally that's not for me if you think about it you're still so young like you can achieve so much like your 20s is your if you don't make it in your 20s you make it in your 30s you make it in your 40s you make it in your 50s and so on and so forth i think it's a different type of experience like having nobody desire you have those like desired feelings by someone um in a lot of your years where people tend to have those experiences you do kind of feel isolated you know people are getting into relationships people are are um settling down the more time alone that you've spent with yourself the more you come to realize that your your self-worth and uh you know how much of like a catch you are so if the right person does come they come and that's fine oh did you know that teachers got a pay rise but my sister was saying like they're only trialing it for like a year to see if they would if it works <laughs> i don't know i don't know like the, the ins and outs of it but they were like to say to see if it's like worth it it should be because teachers have been freaking pioneering and fighting for a pay rise since the beginning of time um the pay rise is quite nice but i don't know after a year they better keep it i don't know why they would not they're like trialing it i don't know i don't even know what that means how would you even quantify whether that decision works or not so that's cool i think a career in teaching is a is i don't know what the term is but like it's a job where it exponentially 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 your pay increases like with more time maybe that's inaccurate <laughs> sometimes i don't know where i get my sources from but i don't know i think that's something interesting if i want to move on to another topic my brain will just tell me to do so it's springtime and this has should have been done at the beginning of the episode but it is springtime the weather is awesome in spring it's just a little bit sad because when it gets to the hotter months i don't have any nice clothes all my nice clothes you know and fashionable clothes are for the colder months and i have no clothes for summer summery weather um i don't know it's maybe because i'm like insecure about my legs i feel like my legs look kind of funny you can't see them now but like when when skin is showing i feel like they look kind of funny but then you know I, I didn't used to wear like a lot of shorts but then when it was hot you know it was time for me to wear shorts 
I didn't want to suffer. And then the more I look at my legs, I'm like, mm, they don't look too bad. They look like legs. I don't know why I was like so self-conscious about that. Um, it's because maybe because I have baby knees. Do you know what baby knees are? It's when you stand up straight and your kneecaps look like baby faces. I don't know if people have experienced that. But whenever I tell someone, they're like, what do you mean by that? But it's like a phenomenon. Some like, you know, people when they stand up and, you know, stand up straight so that your knees like kind of bottomed out. Your kneecap looks like a baby face. And I've learned to embrace that. Gaga goo goo. Gaga goo goo indeed. You know, I do want to record more podcast episodes, but I just don't know what to talk about. That's like the whole main thing. I feel like it's it's easy to find time because you can literally just talk into the mic about anything. But I think it's just like because I'm self-conscious about like what to talk about. And also I'm not very good at articulating my thoughts, but I guess this is a good exercise for that. But yeah, I got one of these fancy things and so now we can record in like different locations. I'd love to record like outside but then again i'd feel self-conscious people watching me i think it'd be fun to record with a friend like when you're like i don't know on top of a mountain or something i think that's cool that's another thing being afraid of what people think i always advocate like you don't have to care what other people think but it's so much easier said than done i think it's fun to be cringe like to embrace the cringe but you know easier said than done as well it's like i get self-conscious when i ask my friend to take a picture of me in public and i'm like oh, okay what do i do oh my god someone's someone's coming walking this way stop 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 like stop taking a picture just wait for them to pass like why does my brain do that like y you have to like think people literally do not care what you're thinking or people literally don't care what you're doing um i don't know how to overcome that it's even like the first steps of like taking pictures of yourself in public i love people to take pictures of me sometimes i do like the attention as an introvert people may think like oh you probably don't like attention no secretly i think everyone really enjoys attention i definitely do sometimes um no not obviously not for the wrong attention but like i enjoy attention sometimes i like it when people talk about me positively <laughs> i like it when people you know compliment me or like are just genuinely talking about me yeah maybe i am an attention seeker maybe i am but not in a loud proud type of way secretly enjoy um attention because i think everyone's like a little egotistical in a way and there's nothing wrong with that being a little bit egotistical egotistical i can't find my other mic <laughs> i had another handheld mic but now i can't find it but it'd be so fun to record i don't know at the park or like obviously not in crowded places i think i'm i'm not strong enough for that yet maybe in my final form when i evolve <laughs> we'll be recording in like in the train station wouldn't that be so fun you're just riding the subway to like some really far location and you just you know you just set up your recording thing i don't know it's pretty cool it's like it's like i'm doing one of those tiktok interviews that people have with their like handhold handheld record and they're like so what do you think about what do you think about women what is like what is your ideal type that's like all over tiktok and i'm so bored of that content that's another thing it's like do people we're in this age where people are get offended where they're like 
why was that girl in the video so rude? Or why was that dude in the video like so grass? Is it grass or brass? Is it brass? Oh, that guy like so brass, like be on camera. Is everyone going delusional? Not everyone wants to be recorded. Like out of the blue. Not everyone wants to be recorded. Okay? Walking up with a big ass camera and just pointing a mic in my face. So what's like you turn off in a guy? I feel like there's so many content creators like that. I don't know. If someone came up to me and they were recording. So what's your favorite song? What's your like number one ick? I don't think I would like to be recorded. But then again, I also do like attention sometimes. So maybe that's a lie. But I know not everyone likes it. It's like when um there was that TikTok of a video where the guy was like asking to high five this girl and then this girl had like a meltdown um i think she was neurodiverse but i don't know but her friend was like oh she doesn't like want to be touched or whatever because like he was tapping her on the shoulder and like asking for a high five and she was like and people were like bullying her in the comments but if you think about it not everyone wants to be recorded everyone wants to have a freaking camera pointed in their face you asking questions so what's like the most hottest ethnicity What is, how much, how much is too big? <laughs> no. No. Uh, what's another thing? Oh my god, in the city, I saw Sam Pepper. Do y'all remember Sam Pepper? It was so random. He was like, we were walking in the city. And then this dude with like a pineapple haircut. He had, I had to look twice because I was like, what is that hairdo? Um, he had a pineapple, like he had green dreads and then he had a pineapple yellow dyed, like, you know, with the pineapple crisscross. And then he, he had the, you know, the British accent because Sam Pepper is British. And I looked and I was like, oh my God, Kayla, isn't that Sam Pepper? And she was like, what? Do it over there. Isn't that Sam Pepper? And she was like, oh my god, yeah, that is Sam Pepper. <laughs> if you don't know, back in like the early, not early YouTube days, but like YouTube days, where where prank prankster YouTubers were going viral and stuff, Sam Pepper was a prankster YouTuber. I never really enjoyed the prank prank videos of any prankster YouTubers. Um, and he, he like was problematic because he did a prank video where he kidnapped his friend and then he had like another actor friend uh like they were being kidnapped and they were like being taken in the car so obviously they would have been so traumatized because like you are being kidnapped and like held at gunpoint and the prank was like they were on the rooftop with one of the friends he was pranking they they take off like the bag and his friend is like oh my god oh my god please let me go and then his other act friend who was acting was like also acting scared and he had the bag on his head and they were like please don't do it and then he he shoots him in the head. Fake, obviously. Because it's a prank. Shoots him in the head. He dies. He dies. And the friend's like, oh my god, no. Uh, hello? That is so traumatic. Imagine you and your friend being kidnapped, dragged in a car, strapped to the chair on a rooftop. One of your friends is held at gunpoint, and they kill your friend right next to you. You'd be so traumatized. So then, then on in, I think he got cancelled <laughs> for that. Because it was like a such a psychotic prank like what goes through your mind 
um it's kind of similar to the logan paul thing where he had like no self-awareness of like oh my god there's a dead body in the japan forest i'm gonna record it like what the frick is wrong with you not to mention him being like problematic in japan just like uh, being like a nuisance to the public <laughs> but yeah we saw sam pepper in the city and you know he's in his british voice like yeah yeah i don't know if he's still cancelled i don't know what he does i don't that's the only problematic thing that i've heard he does i don't know if he's done anything else problematic wouldn't be surprised but it was so odd i'm like oh my god i forgot about that guy so then i looked on to what he was doing because you know he still has a lot of followers he has like six million followers doesn't he he's a kick streamer he's a kick streamer i think he does like travel things travel vlogs or something pretty interesting that's another thing travel vloggers travel vloggers are rampant and obviously there are really great travel vloggers you know that show you the culture that show you the food you know that show you places to go i'll talk about their experiences genuinely but there are like a lot of travel vloggers that are so they need to be like <laughs> they need to be locked up like there was this one that i saw and i'm pretty sure a lot of people know about this because it was a big topic on tiktok and youtube whatever this guy was like in japan on the freaking subway like literally saying the most horrific things I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say it, but like he was saying like Pearl Harbor, Pearl Harbor, like Hiroshima, Hiroshima to like the freaking public. And he was asking questions like Hiroshima. How freaking weird. How messed up is that? Like travel vloggers that are so insensitive to like the culture or just like want to be a nuisance to the general public to get a reaction. You're literally like the plague of society. Please go back to where you came from. <laughs> Stop traveling. That is so messed up. And it was so funny because he got, um, not jumped, but he got like surrounded like in a future stream by like these other guys. And one of them was a y Yakuza. Oh, that was so funny. He was like apologizing and everything. Good for him. I mean, good, not good for him, but good riddance to him. I wish that Yakuza would have like freaking bashed him or something. That's really mean. Sometimes I say really vulgar things where it's like, I wish that person would get bashed. But honestly, it <laughs> You wouldn't go to, like, right, and just on the subway, you're just yelling, like, Hiroshima, Hiroshima. Like, you're actually mentally devoid of any brain cells. And there was another guy, this Aussie freaking travel vlogger who, like, you know, wants to get reaction. It's the guy with, like, the glasses and the shaved head. I've seen him on TikTok before. But he literally went to Japan, went on a woman's carriage, a woman's carriage, only woman's carriage. And was literally like, whoa, what the frick? Like, there's literally only women in here. Yep, just checking. Like, And all the women were like staring like, what the frick is this freaking white man doing on the carriage? This foreigner who, you know, benefit of the doubt, maybe he didn't see like the signs or whatever. But he literally went on the carriage just to get like a reaction. Like, how freaking weird is that? That is so weird. And then he went to like a dog cafe. And he kept on like picking up the dogs and like the cafe owners are like, no, there's a strict rule of like, you sh you can't pick up the dogs. You have to only pat them. You you're not allowed to pick them up. And he kept on like picking them up and saying like, no, but I want to pick them up. It's like, you're literally in like a different country. You have to like respect the culture there. Not even the culture, but just like the general rules. I don't understand travel vloggers who are like that. It's like so annoying. I don't like sometimes i wonder like do people have like the capacity not to think or like they don't have any self-awareness kayla and i talk a lot uh talk about this a lot <laughs> in <laughs> when we talk to each other like just like people have like no level of self-awareness at all 
and it's like really selfish actually it's like the other day when we were walking in the city there was a guy pushing someone on a wheelchair which is like great i have nothing against people <laughs> using wheelchairs but we were literally walking right and then the guy with the wheelchair is there and he doesn't even like look to the left to see that we're there so he's like walking in front of my dad and then he like almost runs over my dad like he like you know overtakes you you don't even look to the left to see if someone is there so you expect us to stop it's like nowadays that's why i'm like if i'm walking on the right side of the sidewalk and the person is like not walking on the right side of the sidewalk i am not moving out of the way you have to move out of the way i don't understand like people have no self not self-control but like self-awareness what happened to self-awareness and common sense it's literally like what i was talking about earlier in the episode about the pda no self-awareness no self-control <laughs> pda is so disgusting please stop it oh my god it's kind of reminding me of that tiktok of the love surge guy if you don't know the tiktok it's going around the meme where um this guy is like this guy's kind of like vibrating with his partner he's like being all happy delighted great and the woman's like this is gonna be like really cringe but my partner's like having this love surge right now and what they usually do in the love surge he'll hold me really tightly and he's like hugging her and he's like da -da 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 -da. and then we just both explode with the love surge i'll input the tiktok has like so there. much love in our limbs that we can't contain it and feel like we're gonna explode so sean is having a love surge right now and he's gonna wrap around me and shake with the electricity of love until i catch it too and start shaking and then you explode with a love but, surge. oh what compelled you <laughs> what compelled you to post that maybe i'm just a hater again i think it's fun to hate sometimes obviously when it's not hurting anyone hating and hating in private but damn damn is that cringe i watched that video and i wish i had never watched it i gotta think of more topics to talk about for a future podcast if you have any topics like for me to talk about please suggest them i need something to talk about um speaking of podcasts you should definitely follow this other podcast that julie and i are doing my friend julie and i are doing we have one episode and i think we're recording another one in the coming week so maybe that is something you enjoy if you enjoy k-pop games and other stuff um but i guess that's the end of the episode i hope you guys have a great day and thank you for listening to my convoluted ideas and me trying to articulate my thoughts hopefully there'll be more episodes in the future i'd love to talk about just anything random i'd love to have like different guests on i don't have any many people to to invite though um but that was fun to talk about some things if i ever think of another topic i will definitely record another video but in the meantime i shall see you guys next time bye